0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast.
0: Um, my nephew needs me to course. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, we're back on the Chase Thomas podcast. And I am joined, as I am, at the beginning of every week for Screw the Lines it's uh, Evan Sowards. Evan, good evening, sir. How are you? What is the point in life? What, ma No, <laughs> nothing matters. The fuck, man! This is how we're starting. We're going this somber on a Monday night. We're we're immediately out of the gate, just going. As, are
1: you fucking kidding me? What has gone on in are San Francisco? That would,
0: yeah, what would make you feel this way in uh, in your in your Forty Nineers fandom? I'm, I'm not sure. What would cause this sort of um, somber Did you just ask me? me
1: what would make me feel this way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let, yeah, let me answer that. No, let me <laughs> answer I've got you. So first started when we lost I about 10 seasons I love this energy. You're so fired up. Continue. We yeah. lost... Ten seasons in a row. Shitty ten seasons with Alex Smith and a horrible team. We got Troy Smith, Sean Hill, J.T. O'Sullivan. You name it, it happened. It was awful. The only good thing that happened was Frank Gore. And then Jim Harbaugh came along. Jim Harbaugh came along and took the only good team we've had in over a decade and took them to the NFC Championship in 2011, 2012. They are doing very well. They go to the Super Bowl. They lose the Super Bowl, and then immediately Jim Harbaugh starts fighting with the team and the coach and the the coaches and the GM and the owner. And then Jim Harbaugh starts fighting with the owner. And then all of a sudden, there's rumors that Jim Harbaugh is going to leave. And then players start retiring. And Patrick Willis gets an injury that makes him retire. And then Navarro Bowman gets an injury that makes him retire. Then 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 the left the right tackle retires, and then. Excuse me. And then Alden Smith gets arrested and says bomb at an airport. And then he <laughs> gets released from drinking and driving and fighting with his girlfriend. And then the 49ers get really bad. And then Jim Tom Sula happens. And then. <laughs> Chip Kelly happens and then they hire Kyle Shanahan and things are back on the up and up everyone back on the up and up except for they lose so many games with Brian Hoyer and CJ Beathard and they don't trade for Deshaun Watson and they don't or they don't draft Deshaun Watson and they don't draft Patrick Mahomes why everyone because he's waiting for Kirk Cousins so they draft Solomon and Thomas instead and then guess what happens, everyone? Jimmy Garoppolo comes along. Hell yeah, he's beautiful and Italian and tan, and he can throw the ball. He threw a touchdown to his, on his first drive against the Seahawks at the end of the game, and we're all excited. They give him $150 million. And then guess what happens? He tears his fucking ACL immediately. Third game of the year against the Chiefs. Tears his ACL Out for the entire season. Misery. They go on to get the number two pick in the NFL draft. And what do they do? Nick Bosa. Holy shit. We're back, guys. Nick Bosa, best player in the draft. He's going to take us to the promised land. And guess what, motherfuckers? They go to the promised land through no way possible. They go 7-0. They are the best team in the NFL. Again, they did it again. 49ers fans are excited. We're back. We're going to the Super Bowl. They lose again at the end of the Super Bowl. One bad play. They should have never been down in the first place. The Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Oh, man, that is rough. But you know what, guys? Kyle Shanahan's going to get a five-year extension. We've got Jimmy Garoppolo, Richard Sherman, Nick Bosa, Everything's gonna be fine guys. We're gonna be back and we'll be better next time. So what do they do? They trade DeForest Buckner. Why? Because they wanted more picks and he was too expensive. So they'll give that money to Eric Armstead. He's just as good, right? So then they give that money to Eric Armstead and they draft Javon Kenlaw, he looks like a bigger, scarier version of DeForest Buckner. He's got to play just as good, right? Well, we'll have something else to do. Should we draft a guard? Should we draft a corner since Richard Sherman is very old? How about an offensive lineman in any shape or form because it was really bad last year when Joe Staley got hurt, when Ben Garland got hurt, when Weston Richburg got hurt. No, fuck you. We're going to get a wide receiver. Wait, Really? C.D. R- Lamb? No. Henry Ruggs? Nah. Jerry Judy? Fuck no. Brandon Ayuk. But I will say this. Let me take a pause for <laughs> a moment. He looks amazing. Doesn't he look so good? How He's exciting! Gr-
0: every long-time wide receiver looks great for whatever reason. So we it, draft yeah.
1: Brandon Ayuk, and then we continue on. We're gonna get better this year. Who do we sign in free agency? No offensive linemen. No cornerbacks. We're going to go back again with the same thing. All right. First game of the season. Fuck you, Nick Bosa tears his ACL. Solomon Thomas tears his ACL. Same game. Pain. Wait. Hold on. Still got a good team. No. Fuck you, lose to the Eagles. Fuck you, lose to the Dolphins. And then, a little bit of hope. little bit of hope. Beat the Rams. Beat the Patriots. Oh, my God. We're back. Fuck you. Jimmy Garoppolo... Injures his ankle, (laughs) George Kittle, broken bone, out for eight weeks. Pain, pain, pain. The 49ers only understand pain. That is what it is like being a 49ers fan. You get sadness and misery forever until you get hope. And it goes all the way until the last second when you lose in the Super Bowl. And then pain and misery and torture and sadness. At this point, I think it would just be better to be a Browns fan or a Jets fan where you know you're not going to be good and you don't have any fucking expectations and you can live your life like a normal human being, not worried about draft rankings or or uh, power rankings or who are they going to play this week. It doesn't matter when you're a fan of the Falcons like Chase or the Jets or the Or any of these bad teams. You don't have any expectations.
0: You can live a happy life. Well, hold on. I have expectations. No. And we'll get to my team and my expectations in a second. So how am I, you ask? Mm -hmm. (laughs) How do you feel? That was was a lot. I feel fucking terrible, man. Oh, you don't feel better. That didn't help. No.
1: I, I will tell you this. I'm glad that it happened early. I'm glad I can not care about football for the rest of the season. And I'm glad I could start worrying about college quarterbacks that will draft in the first round or that I would hope that will draft. Wait, are you them.
0: sure that they're going to do that? I've seen that a lot. I've seen that. I just say come this. Let's, come let's, up. Shanahan let's, does let's, not want to develop a quarterback. I don't let's, think. Let's,
1: let's do this. Mm-hmm. I've said
0: my piece. <laughs>
1: now ask me your questions about the 49ers.
0: So. Front of the pod, Dieter Kurtenbach of the Mercury News. He he mentioned this when they're talking about the Forty ers falling off the cliff. They're four and four now. They're in the toughest division in football. They figure to have a rough record, like six and ten maybe. We'll see. A top ten draft pick. I I was amazed by this stat. This will be another top ten draft pick for the fourth time in five years under Kyle Shanahan. Like I didn't realize they've been there that many times now. It's mostly oh, yeah. been bad, but like, it's so strange because they were literally just in the Super Bowl. It's very strange. So I, env- I don't envy your situation there where it's like, are we good now? No, just kidding. We're back to the cellar, and I don't know how long it's going to take for us to climb back out. And you're also playing in the toughest division in football for the foreseeable future.
1: Oh, there's no – yeah, there's no – do you understand what it's like? To have to play against Russell fucking Wilson Mm -hmm. for this many years. What are we at now? Eight years now? Yeah. And just watch him inevitably make his team, force his team to win football games, no matter how bad their line is or how
0: bad their receivers are. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Jared Goff is regressing.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. It doesn't matter because while Jared Goff is regressing, the Cardinals drafted another fucking Russell <laughs> Wilson. And you know what they and you know what has happened is not only did they get another Russell Wilson. I don't, uh, Russell Wilson teams, might be a little
0: strong. I don't know if he's the next Russell Wilson. They they drafted a you, franchise quarterback.
1: Did, Russell Wilson did not do what Russell Wilson did right now right away. I'm telling you, I've seen it before, I'll see it again. It happened the other night when they beat the Seahawks. Mhm. This little motherfucker <laughs> is going to do the same shit. And, and here's the thing: both Seattle, for Seattle, for the first time, literally ever, and the Cardinals have two incredible receivers. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously Tyler Lockett's one of the best receivers in the NFL. He's an absolute monster when you pair him with Russell Wilson. But DK Metcalf is a monster. He is unstoppable. And especially when you have Emmanuel Mosley, an undrafted free agent. Uh, cornerback literally man to man him all night long. Fuck you, Robert Sala.
0: Mm. Oh, we're back on the Sala hate train. We're back. We took a week off.
1: Is it fair to just say the Patriots are really bad? By the way, how's yeah, the his MVP okay. uh, season I, I, doing? I don't know. How's Cam's talking. MVP I,
0: season going? Huh? It's so depressing, man. Like, this is just. Why didn't you listen to me? Okay. Well, look, man. Like, it's it's sad. And I'm. I think maybe I just it was the best story and now it's the saddest story and now it's like there's no way he's getting paid anything uh, by the Patriots or any other team after this offseason. No. Like it's I've, it's bad.
1: I'm I'm telling you man. There's a you know he got injured and yes he got injured and yada 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 but
0: the Pats and the Niners could be at the top 4 <laughs> in the draft next year. How crazy is that? That is insane. It is insane. Although I I don't know that
1: the 49ers really will be that bad because there are so
0: many bad NFL teams. What's their schedule? Do you have it in front of you? What's the schedule for the Niners? The 49ers? Yeah. What What do you What do they have left in the second half? What What is their? Oh, they have the Packers on Thursday.
1: Right. So the Packers in three. They, well, here's the thing, though. Oh One God, this schedule is a, a nightmare.
0: COVID. Yeah, you're definitely this schedule is a nightmare. Holy no, shit!
1: Not. Hold on, relax. Here's the thing. Nick Mullins looked pretty okay uh, now we're talking ourselves back
0: into the nick no no no, trend. No,
1: no 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 i'm just trying to listen i am not going to i'm not going to let anyone mm-hmm. give me hope of a high draft pick <laughs> you're not gonna fucking do it i'm going to tell you what's gonna happen well, you have already seen reality. it you've
0: already seen the high draft They've pick under won... this era like, you've, you've seen it several times I, that's how you got I'm, bosa i'm just saying it's not gonna happen this time they still
1: have a very decent team, and Kyle Shanahan knows how to run the football.
0: There is I'm, only one guaranteed win left on the schedule. Okay, so they play
1: the Redskins and the Cowboys both. Yeah, towards the end of the schedule, I don't schedule. think they're winning so,
0: both. They'll split one of those. Are you kidding me? They're splitting one of those. I'm telling Do you, we, that's where you're getting one of those two. You're not getting both. I'll bet you money on on that. So Nick we'll, Mullins we'll, is not beating both those teams back to back. No way. The Redskins <laughs> and Cowboys are terrible terrible. Yeah. Terrible. They're, they're and Kyle bad. Shanahan is one of the best Who's coaches blocking in Liverpool. the the Alabama Crimson Tide front seven of uh, the Washington football team.
1: The 49ers have already gone up against Aaron Donald, they've already gone up against uh Quentin Williams mm-hmm. who actually had a great great game. I'm and then you know what I'm, I'm just saying, uh, listen, I'm not saying the 49ers are going to be good this year. I'm just saying 6 to 10 wins They'll get a probably like a top 10, top 15 pick. That's all. Did
0: you say six to 10 wins?
1: Oh, excuse me, six to eight. Six to eight. Okay.
0: Um, well, Packers, we can just say for the listeners, they got the Packers Thursday. We'll get into that in a second. They go to New Orleans, to Los Angeles, Bills at home.
1: You got to stop talking about whether it's home or away. It doesn't matter this year. Uh, there's, there's no f-
0: fans. It well, doesn't matter. it ma- does. The teams home are still away winning. Does not, I mean, they're still, they're still winning. And actually in baseball... It was actually a bigger advantage to play at home uh, this year. The home field advantage was even bigger during the regular season. The home yeah, field teams they're... won more often than in years past.
1: I, I, I'm, I'm, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> I'm excited to look mm-hmm. at it. A lot of, a lot of away teams have won this year.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what it is for the NFL at this point. I'd like to see that data because I'm not, I'm not actually sure about that. Um, but do you believe in the sentiment? That this is a blessing in disguise for the Niners, for everything to fall apart now. So here's
1: here's where I'm really at. If I'm not just going on rants mm-hmm. uh, in a white claw
0: fueled rage, um, Sirius Sowards has logged into the chat.
1: I I I think whether I or you or anybody else's opinion it does not matter. I think Kyle is done with Jimmy. I've got my personal opinions on it, but they don't matter in this context. I think Kyle is done with Jimmy. What makes you think I, that? Uh, he doesn't let him throw. He doesn't trust him to throw. And I think it's gotten so bad that the two of them are the way that they are that like Jimmy was just straight up not even trying to look at his second look. So you know, he wasn't looking at his uh, second read, third read at all. He was so like, whatever I'm supposed to do on the first read of this play, I'm going to do. And, you know, you could say that's Jimmy. But to me, that says coaching because I've watched Jimmy Garoppolo when he didn't know the offense in the first five games of his career with the 49ers. He didn't do that. Then he gets coached by Kyle Shanahan, and now he's literally terrified. Of, I mean, I'm assuming. That's that's my own spin on it, but whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. My point is, you ask, is it a good thing? I think if the 49ers were fully healthy this year, like no Nick Bosa injury, no Richard Sherman injury, yada, yada, yada. I think they genuinely could have competed for a Super Bowl again. I don't know that they would have fully got there, but I think they could have competed for one,
0: especially a high playoff. Um, but Do you think Jimmy's the, starting for somebody else next year?
1: It really depends on what the QB market looks like. I think Jimmy can absolutely start for
0: someone next year. Um but at the same time So you're not out on Jimmy, you're out on Jimmy and Kyle. Those are two I'm different conversations. I'm very much so
1: not out on Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I'm very much so out on Jimmy and Kyle. Okay. Is so this the I'm,
0: sentiment for most
1: 49ers fans? No, most 49ers fans just fucking hate Jimmy and think he's trash. Really? Yeah, mo- I'm talking like a solid 85% at this How do they point, rationalize
0: they- last year then? How do they rationalize that? By saying that well, I mean, it,
1: it is true. Kyle never let Jimmy throw the fucking ball. And when he did... But he was know, effective.
0: Like, there is something to being good enough to but, guide your team to Super Bowl. Like he was But that's what you're asking,
1: of. though. Yep. You're saying, how do they rationalize it? These are fans. They're not intelligent people. <laughs> yeah. Their fans rationalize it by saying he did what Kyle's scheme told him to do, and he did short, intermediate
0: passes, and he ran the, they ran I the fucking ball. I hate when fans like go at like players for playing the system that they're in really well. It's like, what right, do you I know, want him Tom to do? Brady yeah. was a bad guy for running
1: in Bill Belichick's system for, you know, a decade.
0: Like Matt Ryan having an MVP season in Kyle's system makes him le- like I just I don't understand. Oh, he this guy excelled in this particular. Every quarterback plays in a system. Like And then they will it, yeah.
1: it's the same team that'll be like the same people that'll be like Sam Darnold's fucking trash. It's like Sam Darnold has a horrible team on, around him with bad coaching. It's, you 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 don't think it's fair when they have good coaching and yeah. they have good players around them, but it is fair for you to call them trash when they have nothing around them. Yeah,
0: so like it's a coincidence that uh, Ben Roethlisberger is having a great year with the amount of talent around him. Like it's a right. coincidence that uh, all of that is going in his favor, and it turns out that uh, that matters. Who would have ever thought?
1: Coaching like matters. Yep. Players matter. So, but yeah, I mean, to to wrap it up in a little bow, um, at this point. You know, I'm worried now about George Kittle and his injury. Don't like that, especially in in this you know the way that he plays. So foot injuries kind of fucked the team up recently. Trent Taylor looked really good before he hurt his foot, got six surgeries on it. You know, kind of never came back. We all remember that uh, Patrick Willis fucked his toe up and never made it back. Um, so I'm hoping that George Kittle, the beast that he is, is healthy and gets back to normal. Um, but Nick Bosa just tore his ACL. What kind of players Nick Bosa going to be after tearing his ACL when he's known for his power. He's a freak of nature, so I'm hoping he's fine. So I don't think they're better off because look what has happened in the I mean, I mean really, look what's happened. Nick Bosa, Debo Samuel, Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle. their're number five, the top five PFF graded football players for the 49ers are all injured. Seems bad. It's really not good. So, I don't, I mean, you have every other team around you that, you know, outside of the Rams who have Jared Goff that's awful. But, like, you know, the Cardinals and Seahawks are really starting, I mean, the Seahawks are the best football team in the NFL, maybe next to the Steelers. The Cardinals look like they're only getting better. And now the 49ers are injured again, waiting for a draft
0: pick again. It's just, I don't know. Well, speaking of draft picks, to wrap up the Niners, to wrap up the Niners, um, Quan Alexander got traded. Two-part question. One, were you surprised? Two, was it a good enough haul?
1: So, of course, I was surprised because the contract was so terrible. When Quan Alexander came from Tampa, he was coming from a, in a situation where he, he, he had some good moments, but he was definitely not the best linebacker in the NFL, and he got paid like one. 49ers needed depth they needed players they didn't have the luxury of being picky so they really just needed bodies so they paid him when he first came out he was fast you know he played well he was exciting uh so we thought okay this could be really dope especially with fred warner being the up-and-coming player that he was but he got injured and he got injured and then he started not playing and you know i think he played 13 games or he played eight games and won like or no, yeah. 12 games or 13 games and ended up with like $23 million. So to get rid of him with that contract, I think is a huge win. It was almost like an NBA type, you know, uh, signing, you know, getting rid of cap space. So getting a conditional fifth, he's got to obviously play, but if we get a fifth for him, I think that's a great thing. George Kittle was a fifth round pick. Uh, and then other than that, you know, Go Ducks, Kiko Alonso. Uh, I imagine Kiko is not on the team at the end of the year.
0: He might not be on a roster uh, next year. Um, Now in happier news, the Atlanta Falcons won a football game this Thursday, which feels like forever ago. Um, It's been rough watching a lot of Falcons games this year. Um, The Falcons are like a different kind of annoying for me because – um the jokes from people in my personal life and everything else who are not falcons fans like they write themselves right there's not a lot of retorts you can you can throw back at people when they they go at the falcons like the 28 to 3 stuff you cannot talk about like the way they lost to the bears the way they lost to the cowboys like you can't you can't do it the way they lost to the lions um the jokes write themselves They're they're just easy and you have to you have to accept them but These games, like when I look back at my notes from Thursday, I I just, I hate so much of the things they choose to be because they're so good. The Falcons should be a contender in the NFC. When Calvin Ridley is running his 20-yard outs, when Hayden Hurst is lining up out wide and doing these curls as a safety net for um, Matt Ryan, when you have the entire offensive line being healthy for a full season. Like it's just crazy that Carpenter, Matthews, McGi- um, Matt Eck, uh, I think I said Matthews, and then Lindstrom and McGinney and everything. Like those, those all five, McGarity, everybody, they're all healthy. And they're all fine. Matt Ryan has time. He's, he's had time this season. Like the offensive line has been better than it was a season ago. Brian Hill running well. Todd Gurley has no knees. He's averaging like two yards to care whatever (laughs) julio jones gets targeted immediately two first plays of the game targeted over the middle like he was open over the middle every single play he it's just amazing how much he can just coast to 130 without you even noticing like he coast 130 yards receiving without you even really like it just doesn't seem like a lot of effort from him like he he's just so good being a receiver is very simple for him and then the Falcons do the dumb stuff where they they target Julio too much in the red zone. That's just where Matt Ryan looks. They're not very creative there and they don't really have the guy inside to to really do stuff that matters inside the red zone. It should be Hayden Hurst theoretically, but it's just it's not for whatever reason. Russell Gage is like a really great number three. They have just guys like Christian Blake was making catches in this game. Like it just doesn't matter. They have guys everywhere. Like the offense is stacked. And this is why I was so pro Dimitrov and why I think Houston would be wise to go after him is that like he assembled so much talent. Foye Olocon is a dude. He was a monster. He was all over the field when the Falcons run that nickel set with the two linebackers of Foye and Deion Jones. Those guys were blowing up the Panthers offensive line, giving Matt Paritas a living hell straight up the middle um and I want to get your thoughts on Mike Davis because I don't understand this at all and he's very frustrating to watch as an opposing uh viewer but Keanu Neal let me just give you a stat on Keanu Neal this is he's posted back-to-back grades of 75 or, or better for the first time in his career over the last two weeks he's finally healthy he's good um the Atlanta Falcons offense their two best players this season Grady Jarrett 81 on defense Julio Jones 85 on offense um They have so much top end talent. They should not be two and six. They should be six and two. I hate how good they can be. They just go on the road in a short week, beat a very good Panthers team on the road, and it's like, oh right, these are the teams they should just be beating. They should have beaten the Lions. They should have beaten the Bears. They should have beaten the Cowboys. Like they're better than all these teams that they they've lost to, and I, I just hate it. Like they're just good, and they're also healthy. When Julio Jones is healthy, they're healthy. And they're unbeatable.
1: Do you want to think about something that'll infuriate you? Do you think it's possible that they're undefeated right now if Kyle Shanahan was the quarterback or was the head coach? It's possible, yeah. I, I genuinely think they could be they have could have six to seven wins, maybe even undefeated right now, with this roster mm-hmm. with Kyle Shanahan. It's insane. You guys have very strong foundational pieces. At almost every
0: single position. It is insane. The corner situation still sucks. Like Isaiah Oliver and A.J. Terrell are atrocious. But outside of that, <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah, no,
1: 100%. But what is a great way to, to, to shore up some bad corners? A good pass rush.
0: Yeah. So, and Grady Jarrett, man. That Grady guy, Jarrett. he gets double teamed all night long, and he's still just causing havoc. Like that guy. Whew. I love Mr. Grady Jarrett.
1: What do you want the, the Falcons to do with their draft pick?
0: Well, that was something I was going to say. Is like I think they're, like the, the Justin Fields photoshops are delightful, but um, they're going to be too good. And the Falcons are about to do... They're literally in the exact same spot they were last year. They're 2-6 and six last year at this time. And we know how that ended for the Falcons. And Raheem Morris is 2-1. Like They're going to fight, and they still have too much healthy talent to be bad. They are going to win several more football games. And it's very frustrating because they should be a ten and six, eleven and five team and should be a playoff team. It's unacceptable that this group is going to miss the playoffs again because of a dumbass start.
1: But it's also it's also a good thing to kind of you're doing okay on injuries. You're you're getting your your team has some rhythm, right? You got rid of the, the coach that was probably the reason that you guys were doing so poorly. Um, and you're going to get a pretty high draft pick next year. Same thing as so. the 49ers. I think you're going to get round eight, pick eight.
0: To No, I think it's going to be a lot higher. Well, I think the Falcons are going to challenge for a wild card at the end. I really think they are.
1: Well, okay, so you're saying you think in the next eight
0: weeks mm-hmm. that they're going to win seven games? I think it's – I don't know if they'll get seven, but they're going to get several more. Like, so look at their schedule right now. right now. They have the Broncos on Sunday at home. That's oh, a win. That is a win. Saints mm. on the road. That's probably a loss. Uh, it's just uh, – you can't, you can't do this right now. They're two and i I'm six. saying it's a toss-up, and we you know what we did this. to the Saints last year. And remember what we did to the 49ers on the road last year yeah that was look where the 49ers are now the, but the it saints, doesn't i'm saying the context there. they went to the super bowl and the falcons beat them on the road um raiders at home saints at home at chargers who are tanking now bucks at home at chiefs they might be sitting people at that point it's the second to last week they might be sitting Mahomes at that point and then at tampa who also might be sitting brady at that i'm telling you the falcons are going to win at least five more games at least but five more
1: games is seven wins. Yeah, that's... And what, and what is seven wins not in the playoffs?
0: Mm, it, pick, it. T- pick 11, pick 12? Mm, yeah, something like that, I guess. It's, def- it's definitely not top 10.
1: Yeah, it, that's... Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah.
0: I don't know. I also don't know who the GM will be. I also don't know who is going to be making these picks for the Falcons. I don't know who the head coach is going to be next year. I don't know what they're going to do with a lot of um, other assets on this roster. Like it's hard for me to forecast stuff like that because I don't even know who they're going to hire. Like, I don't even know who Arthur Blank is going to replace someone. I just been... would be
1: as a guy who's watched 400 head coaches get hired from the 49ers in the last <laughs> six years. Mm-hmm. You're in a very exciting position. You have M- Matt Ryan, is a very good quarterback for a... a, Think about it. Look at the Bruce Arians of the world. He refuses to fuck with new quarterbacks, right? Mm. Most head coaches are like that. They don't want to develop a new quarterback. Matt Ryan's perfect for that. You have great foundational pieces. You're going to have a great draft pick. You've got Julio fucking Jones and Calvin Ridley. Legitimately, the team is... In a good situation, you can really have a Harbaugh higher type situation where the guy's gonna come in and can take him to the NFC championship. That's a tangible thing. I, I wouldn't space? hate I wouldn't hate Harbaugh in Atlanta. I really wouldn't. No, I'm, I'm not talking about Harbaugh though. I'm just saying, like realistically speaking, if you're if you're the Falcons, Eric how do you pronounce the last name? DNA? Yeah. That guy. Uh
0: if you can get if you could drag Lincoln Riley out of Oklahoma. He's still the favorite. I would dude, it fans would hate him.
1: Imagine Lincoln Riley with
0: Julio
1: and Matt Ryan.
0: Yeah, Sign another offensive-minded
1: young, young coordinator. I'm just saying, man. I'm Falcons are in a very good situation for a team that's two and six.
0: Can someone explain to me why D, uh, Joe Brady did not target DJ Moore until late in the fourth quarter? And then he started racking up some catches and getting the Panthers back in this game. I I just, I don't know if you watch any of this, but like DJ Moore was literally not targeted for three quarters and he was open. Like that dude was open. I don't understand it. So
1: you have to understand that they, they, they signed Robbie Anderson, who's looked pretty good.
0: Yeah, him and Moore have have been great.
1: Have been one of their, you know. Better situations. Well they were talking um, about a little
0: bit too much on the broadcast by the way. Aikman and Buck were hyping him up as like the best wide receiver tandem in football. And I was like, okay, let, let's calm they're down. They're not that. Let, let's calm down.
1: They're very good though. They're very, they're one of
0: those But I was like, have you seen the, the the wide receivers on the other side of the field? Like, yeah, give me Julio and Calvin Ridley every day of the week. There's no coaching did. staff not doing that. Let let's right. calm the let's let's calm the fuck down.
1: No, but I'm saying like
0: I think when
1: you're a Panthers team and you don't have McCaffrey you you're probably just wanting to play safe football and you're probably just trying to spread the ball around. If you don't have McCaffrey, DJ Moore's probably your most exciting player, right? P- probably getting a lot of looks. So, I don't know. I mean, he's a catch machine. So, I you know, I'm I, I don't really get it myself. Also, what happened to Curtis Samuel?
0: uh he's great like curtis had some really great runs at the middle he um he's a he's a fun guy to watch he was good he just doesn't get a lot of time start- and also teddy got knocked out and that was big because they lost a possession with pj walker in there and he didn't do anything in two possessions and they they needed to to answer there but um yeah i uh i don't know It was just weird and then okay to wrap up on the falcons 49er stuff explain to me mike davis because he was like bouncing around like a little pinball machine and was like very difficult to, to pull down Breaking a lot of tackles. He was breaking ankles. I don't understand Mike Davis.
1: Steroids.
0: (laughs) I'm not joking.
1: I'm not joking. Steroids. Please don't get my
0: podcast canceled.
1: I'm not. I mean, first off, am I an asshole for saying a player that played like shit on two teams that (laughs) desperately needed a running back that had offensive schemes? Bro, do you know? Do you know? who the offensive coordinator was when Mike Davis was rushing with the 49ers.
0: Was this Chip Kelly?
1: So, remember. Mr. O'Neal? Okay. Was this, was this O'Neill?
0: So, Fun time O'Neal?
1: So, after South Carolina, 2015, San Francisco 49ers, right? Mm-hmm.
0: It's just, they needed a good running back. Are you not going to tell me who it is? It hey, was Kelly, 2015. Oh, I was right. Okay. so I thought. Okay. A coach that understands how to run the ball. Michael James. Hello. Um, Michael James. But, you you and your Oregon guys. Oh, speaking of, I don't know if you saw uh, PFF Steve uh, did a whole eight-minute video explaining how um, Joe Burrow has been, been better than, than Herbert this year. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care still not ready to move on from that one are you he
1: all he joe has looked really well and i will say this herbert's got a much better team i was gonna i was thinking that the other day and i was watching them both play and herbert's got a pretty solid uh, team around him he's got arguably the one of the best or the best route runner in the nfl you know what i'm saying so i'm excited that you're making this transition but I'm not making the transition. I genuinely, genuinely believe that Herbert's the better quarterback and he will have the better career. I genuinely believe that. I don't think you watched Herbert's throws.
0: I think Herbert's great. I just don't think Herbert's Herbert – uh, Herbert beating had the Titans. I don't think Herbert's beating the Titans the way Joey B just beat the, the Titans on Sunday with that group.
1: By the way, another thing that I think is beautiful in the same in the same light as the Atlanta Falcons – the chargers the seven fans that they have <laughs> scattered around the earth like dragon balls the chargers are like two and was it two and six right now
0: i want to say gonna, that's right yeah
1: they're 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 in a really good position and they're gonna have a really good draft pick get your boy from,
0: from uh oregon
1: Who? Can I
0: yeah did he hop back in or is he out for this one. No, he's gonna be he's gonna be in the draft. Okay,
1: I, I, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm I'm saying like the the Chargers are in a really excited, really exciting position to be in. They are not a two win team. They are losing at the last second in ch- typical Chargers fashion. That curse uh, followed them from San Diego to LA and from Philip Rivers to Justin Herbert. Uh, but I'm excited for that team.
0: Yeah um some other stuff that happened over the weekend in the nfl um i want to ask you about uh pittsburgh up ends baltimore uh in baltimore Minka fitzpatrick so this is a friend of the pod daniel valentine who uh mentioned this in a tweet so Minka fitzpatrick in his last three weeks he has a pick six against baker mayfield that set the tone for that game he forced lamar to fumble on fourth down late um and then he also had a game-saving pass breakup against lamar to seal the victory make a um big time player in big time moments and uh these teams like the the steelers are beating the titans the the ravens and the browns i think all had one loss when the steelers played them and beat all of them they're 7-0 or they're are they 8-0 or 7-0 i think they're 7-0 right
1: uh they are undefeated, yeah. yeah. They are I think, um, I think they missed the they game know.
0: for COVID. Um, maybe I'm wrong. But uh yeah, they're they've just they're just good. Like T J Watt, would you, who would you guess has a higher pass rush win rate this season? T J Watt or Aaron freaking Donald? Well, dude, T J Watt is
1: I mean, I think we're starting to need to have this conversation, but T J Watt is going to end up the better career better football player than well, uh, 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 i think it's a little have soon have you seen what he has done in this short period of time sure it's insane
0: yeah i mean he's he's he was like looking like a bus two years ago that's why i'm what like, he he was fought he had a really bad year two years ago and him and bud dupree on the edge it was like oh th- this is not good um and print of the pod pff sauston gale um he's talked about this a lot and I thought it was interesting is that like pass rush win rate um is just the best indicator of whether or not a pass rusher is just going to be a good pass rusher for a long time in the NFL and it's not sacks not pressure it's just pass rush win like how how many times like, can, how they can they win and TJ Watt never won like he was really struggling he had these sacks but it was like he was losing all the time and then he was just when he did actually win, he would get a sack. So it was just very. He was a very annoying player for them because they were like, he's actually not been good at all. He's just. Um... But that's the thing, man. And now I, he's back.
1: It's just weird. I gotta say this, and I, I do think you know I'm a big fan that stats matter, analytics matter. Oh, here we go. Data. I'm matters. ready. No, I'm serious. Data data matters. But PFF as a whole has like morphed into this. It's important, but it's nowhere near as important as they try and make it. And it's a business model. They have a fucking business model. Their job is to hype up their business model and their product.
0: Well, if that was the I case, they would that. talk about it on Sunday Night Football. I mean, I think that's <laughs> that a little a too on the nose. That was, that was a joke, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a little too on the nose. My point is is that if you watch TJ Watt play football and you're, you're going off the pass rush win rate, you go, oh, TJ Watt's not good. Like, come on, man, he's fucking incredible.
0: That's also a very he's... tough three words to say fast. Yeah, pass rush win rate. Right? <laughs> yeah, like I, that is a very tough. <laughs> like, good, like, woo. I, I don't like it. Um, the pit defense, man. Two interceptions, two fumble recoveries, and four sacks against the Ravens. Um, are you officially ready to declare the Pittsburgh Steelers as the best team in the AFC?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was really. You know, I, I got to say, what's happening to Cam right now, I was quietly kind of expecting a similar thing to happen to Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. I really was. And I think kind of what you thought was going to happen for Cam happened for Ben. He's come back, and he's just played really well with the pieces that he has around him, which just so happened to be a very A lot better than what pieces. Cam has, I would say. Oh, a million times better. And, you know, not only that, but Chase Claypool was – already a superstar yep and great in a great follow what a kid he's a (laughs) Mm -hmm. he's a he's a he's gonna be uh yeah they got
0: some really strong fun personalities there between him and juju yeah and deontay johnson who's just gonna be a a monster for a long time too um and eric ebron they just have they have guys everywhere um do we overreact to the cincinnati Bengals throttling the titans yesterday
1: um no because the titans have kind of been like that for a long time right they'll they'll lose a game or two every now and then where you're like how the fuck did you just lose this game and they'll win some games where you're like really it depends on the year and how the how good the
0: team is they did immediately go okay we got to get some corners (laughs) we we got to get some more corners so they went ahead and traded for desmond king i think it was for a fifth so that was a sixth, sixth. Sixth, sixth round pick yeah that's good i i like that um the Bengals quarterback wide receiver duo in week eight. So Joe Burrow was 80.1, fourth among all quarterbacks this week in the NFL. Um, T. Higgins, who when he's healthy, man, he looks like maybe the the steel of the Like every, see, what wide receiver is not playing well as a rookie this year? What rookie wide receiver in this draft is not good?
1: This is easily one of the best wide receiver draft class. And we have some good ones lately. But this one's really very, good. Everyone's good. Very long time. CeeDee Lamb looked amazing yep. and they don't even know how to use him. They are trying to give him end rounds. Uh Jerry Judy had his best game of his career so Henry far as a, as a Bronco I think Ruggs is still one of those guys that I just
0: Well, have you seen their like quarterback their offensive rating and everything, like when he is on the field versus when he's not? Yeah. No, I and you've
1: seen him. he's had plays. He's definitely had those Henry Ruggs plays where you're like, holy shit, okay, I get it. But I just don't think he's gonna be able to have those types of plays consistently. Well, Derek Carr's the quarterback, and you know you don't know who you know the wide receivers are, and I, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see. But Henry, I don't think Henry Ruggs is as exciting, but he, he definitely has the talent. But you look at Brandon Ayuk. I think Brandon Ayuk right now might be my favorite receiver in the entire draft. Am I a homer for that? Yeah, you are. Really though? Yeah. Have you, you are. watched him? Have you literally? Have like, you have seen you Chase him? Claypool?
0: Would you have rather have Chase Claypool or Brandon Iyuk, or just jo- uh, Justin Jefferson?
1: I would rather have Ayuk than
0: Jefferson. Period. Okay.
1: So and we haven't even seen Jalen thing. Rager yet. Like, like, he's just thing.
0: hurt. Like I don't. Jalen we don't Rager know yet.
1: looked. He looked good. Yes. This, this game he has a couple of plays. Uh, would you rather have Brandon Ayuk on the Steelers or Chase Claypool?
0: Oh, Claypool. I don't know, man. Claypool is like a. He, he's also just like a red zone monster. Like I don't like that guy is just going to be uncoverable for years and years and years like iuk is a little bit different kind of player like claypool is just always going to be big that dude's yeah. always going to be larger than every other dude you throw on him like he's always going to be a mismatch yeah, i
1: will Claypool's not always amazing. be a ma-
0: mismatch i don't
1: i'm a big i'm a big fan of him and i don't like the Ste-ha- the seattle huh <laughs> i don't like the Steelers that much
0: but i do like claypool saints or bucks the bucks coming off a win tonight do you just like Claypool because of his first name? No, there's all kinds of chases I don't like. No. Do you like a bunch of Evans because they're named Evan? There's no Evans in the NFL. Uh, Yes, there are. Yeah, Evan Ingram? That's it? Yeah. There's probably more than that. Literally? No. And and I certainly don't like him. Mm. You you know what's funny? You don't look like an Evan. I've thought about that too. Your name doesn't match. I do
1: look like an Evan.
0: No, you don't. I don't think so at all. No. I've actually
1: always thought that I really you look like see myself as a Jeff. Yeah. Ooh, I don't think about. I don't think I look like a Jeff at all. You're a Jeff, hundred percent. You have to see me in person. I don't think that you could say that I look like a
0: Jeff. You definitely look like an Evan.
1: Yeah, I, I think an Evan is kind of a a. It's a white ass name. It's and kind it's of dorky. Un- I just
0: associate so Evan you- with dorky.
1: Oh, see, that's every Evan I know, and I actually know a, a lot of Evans in the entire area are mm. not
0: dorky. Interesting. Maybe it's a West Coast difference versus East Coast, but. I don't know. Yeah. Not a lot of... I, when I think Evan, I think uh, kind of dorky. I don't know. Do more people call you Evan or Sowards? Well, so, I mean,
1: 16 episodes in, I think it's probably... Uh, it's about time. I think it's, it's 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 probably a time. Oh, no. I don't know.
0: Where, where are um, we going? I don't know what's happening right now.
1: So, it's actually pronounced swords.
0: Oh, are you serious?
1: Yeah. So, like, two swords.
0: So, I've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time
1: brutally butchering it yes (laughs) absolutely the entire time so most people most of my guy friends call me swords uh is it swords or swords? like like you would like you would say two swords 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 like sword sword two
0: of them there's no way my southern accent can do this sword uh Swords. So swords. just
1: like say the word "soar," like an eagle soars. put a "duh" at the end. Swords or a "does." Yeah, swords. Is that really? That's my last name, man. Why did you never tell me? I mean, honestly, dude, it was so bad that I just <laughs> there was no way I could really, really like have that conversation with you. But then you asked me like, what my friends call me. Like, I wasn't gonna fucking say they call me "swords." That's for sure. <laughs>
0: Have you been listening Sauard to this podcast? says, God, I <laughs> want to
1: punch myself in the dick every single time.
0: Oh, my God. <sighs> uh, when people yeah. have listened to this podcast and they just hear how I pronounce it, have, have you, has anyone said anything to you about this?
1: No, but I mean, like, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I, like people read my last name. It's not like I'm like, every tweet is like, Evan Swords has a tweet. <laughs>
0: Oh my god. That's amazing. And I love that. Um Saints or Bucks in the NFC South. And why not? Will Fuller in Houston and, um wait, Will Fuller in Houston? Will Fuller in New Orleans. This is something like he needs his uh Limus Swede replacement.
1: I so
0: I would really like be, him in New Orleans. You know so you know what I would love to see? Mm limus Sweet, by the way that's a former texas wide receiver uh yeah uh, uh what what sneed is this I, i'm forgetting his name willie willie sneed yeah there's willie Sneed and limus Sweet, who was a texas longhorn legend receiver great name yeah. what a Swede. name limus Sweet. what is he doing now anyway continue
1: but yeah no, i mean I, so when it comes to wide receivers getting traded willie sneed or uh <laughs> will fuller I, I i don't know if he needs to get traded i think he has a really good rapport with deshaun and he needs something so you know there's not they need maybe. assets
0: man they, they made do some need, bad news they, 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 they get do. they need assets they do
1: uh but i'm really excited to see what happens to dante pettis mm. i really am although he are his shoulder this last game so it's gonna kind of fuck up the trade situation um but I think Dante Pettis is going to be one of those guys. I, at this point, I don't think he'll ever have the confidence to ever be good again, unless he goes to like, you know, the Chiefs or like the Saints. But I'm really excited to see Dante Pettis leave the Forty ers and if he gets
0: to go to a good quarterback, it could be exciting. I mean, if you're the Jets, why not take a flyer?
1: I mean, if you're the Jets, I I would definitely. If I'm Pettis, I'd say no. <laughs>
0: I mean, just do the Robbie Anderson rewrite. Like we we probably shouldn't let this guy go. Um, we'll just get yep. Dante Pettis instead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Pettis would be really, really in a good situation to, you know, like the Patriots. Um, I think the Saints could be really good for that situation. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: God, there's just there's yeah, there's some teams. I don't think the Bucs have enough receivers. I think they should add them into the fold. Yeah. Let's throw another one into
1: What do you think about tonight the Bucs almost losing to the Giants? I think the Giants are sneaky, well-coached, and better than people think. I do, too. I, I, but, what, but what about the – so here's the thing. I'm watching the game, and I'm watching the Giants hold their own and actually play competitive football, and I'm like, can you imagine being the coach and having a somewhat decent team to build around – But your quarterback is daniel fucking jones is he gonna get josh
0: rosen no i think they love him and his numbers are like weirdly close to eli like that guy is going to be the giants quarterback for like the next 15 years i don't know he played really bad tonight but they're in these games i'm telling you the cardiac daniel jones stuff and like the memes and his 80 yard run and everything like he is uh he's not going anywhere i would i would not think sam Darnold. i think will i don't think daniel jones will I could be wrong, but I don't think so. It'd be interesting. Um, What was your what the fuck moment of the week? (laughs) (laughs) I know mine was. Learning that I've been pronouncing your last name wrong for several years.
1: I'm going to say my what the fuck moment for the week was, uh, yeah. Well, let's see. Micro, Kyle Shanahan trying to run the Wildcat on third and five and losing two yards (laughs) and punting it. Because he was like, it's fourth down territory. Fuck you, Kyle. Fuck you. You're a genius, but fuck you. Third and five, you've got the worst passing defense in the NFL and you try and Wildcat run it, you arrogant bastard. (laughs) Micro, that's my what the fuck moment of the week. Uh, Macro? The entire 49ers, every single injury. I mean, literally at one point, Fred Warner, all pro linebacker, best linebacker in the NFL, got a stinger on his shoulder and he had to go out. I'm sitting there going, Jimmy's hurt. Kittle's hurt. Now Fred's hurt. Fuck this. I'm out. I'm like eighth story up. Rolling my window trying to open it
0: like people are (laughs) grabbing me like no evidence,
1: dude. It's not worth it so that's my macro that's my what the fuck
0: well if it helps it's not like you've been in the middle of like tons of celebrations for other people's teams in the last couple of weeks yeah i'm sure that's that's been nice um yep. sewers
1: sewers Se- sewer yeah sour or sewer <laughs> is the way you should start my last name beautiful like, like, really? There's, that's you know. I almost thought that Sowards was the worst, but Sewer, like a sewage drain, <laughs> sewards Yeah, I think that was worse. So, thank you for finding a way to fuck my name up even worse. Uh, it's a good thing this podcast isn't like, like, like you know, like Joe Rogan popular. I'd just be getting bombarded with memes of, like, my face photoshopped into a sewer.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's eventually going to be on the table, Evan. It's like Sour Patch Kids, and it's like, my name is, my face is photoshopped on the, the candy bag. Oh, this is absolutely happening. Just remind me, when this does move on to bigger and bigger things, that uh, yeah. we we do meme you. So we'll have some fun callbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, my case. This week. Chase's case. That's an easy one to pronounce. It's pretty easy. Um, I think the Cowboys should still trade for another quarterback. I've been thinking about this a lot before Tuesday. You you signed Andy Dalton for this reason. I understand. The NFC East is just too bad. I, I think the Eagles are turning a quarter, but they're still really, really banged up and Wentz is looking a little bit better. But like this is still a winnable division. You still have a healthy CeeDee Lamb, you still have Amari Cooper, you still have Ezekiel you still have a bunch of dudes. I, I think it's like a disservice to this fan base not to to roll the dice on somebody else. I don't know if it's Josh Rosen. You go out and make a call there. I don't think the Donald stuff makes any sense to you. Like, you don't trade for a franchise quarterback. Like, Dak is your guy, and you should pay Dak this offseason. Like, that's that not,
1: not going to. You think that the team that didn't pay Dak when he was healthy. I do think they're going to pay gonna him
0: pa- yes. You're going to pay him now? I do think so. Is he going to take a discount? Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a discount. I think he'll still be the highest paid. In, quarterback in football after it it might not be as much as he could have but i think it will be the highest paid quarterback in football for a little bit i don't
1: know understand i i would be so happy right now so i mean to your point of of what should the cowboys do as a 49ers fan i would be the happiest guy in the world right now if the 49ers signed um josh rogan off the rosen off the You you don't have anything to lose. You've got a decent team around you. You might as well see if Kyle Shanahan can do his you know wizard magic and make uh, Josh Rogan. You really
0: Josh Rogan? We're just like I say uh,
1: Joe. I say Joe Rogan one time, mm -hmm. and now I just cannot stop saying it. But I would be so happy though if you could just get even a semblance of what people thought Josh Rosen could have been mm -hmm. from Kyle Shanahan. So
0: now with that pick, by the way i think i know who i would prefer more than anybody else tyrod taylor
1: but tyrod taylor the only if if you if you bring tyrod taylor to your team you're just guaranteeing that you're going to draft a quarterback early the next year
0: and tyrod will then well not in dallas like that won't happen in dallas like that's what i'm saying it's a different different situation i think tyrod the galaxy brain idea is uh mitch trubisky that would oh, be that's awful that is the the galaxy brain tick
1: that's so bad no mitch is a bad quarterback i know he's he was, just terrible he was a bad quarterback in general he was just a tall white guy that got he got the tall white guy upgrade in the ranking same as Blaine Gabbert no um i really think i like the idea of Tyrod Taylor but although i don't think that the chargers want to go uh, want you don't know, want to not have a, a Tyrod taylor type backup with their rookie quarterback well, that's um, why you
0: have uh what's that dude's name um easton hanks or something the court Sh- what is his name easton sticks smith maybe i think it's easton sticks it's a very north dakota state or wyoming quarterback name it's i think it's easton sticks
1: no uh, easton stick yeah yeah
0: there you go what a Same name um, not even out of the friday night lights it's a real name but yeah,
1: I, I the thing is, is that the Cowboys really don't have a lot of options. They really don't. So whatever they do, they they got to make it worth it because if you go out and get you a quarterback that can win you three or four more games than you're supposed to win, and you miss the playoffs, and you just instead don't get a top five pick, but you get a eleven pick, eleven or pick thirteen, like. What's the point? You just shot yourself in the foot. So I don't know. But at the end of the day, if you go to the playoffs, you go to the playoffs, something the Cowboys don't do often. It's a hard pick.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, are you ready to get into this week's picks? We we missed last week because of scheduling. Did not like missing last week, but um, we will we will continue on, Mr. Sowards. Do you have uh, the picks this week in front of you? see
1: so we're gonna we're gonna so the schedule and then we will make our picks right now yes 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 okay mm, select my little notepad week eight no this is week nine this is week nine now yeah okay well so let's start off with my sad fucking team <laughs> the 49ers and the packers uh i'm not picking my 49ers
0: can i tell you how nice it is to play on thursdays though when your team plays on thursdays and you don't have to deal with it on sundays it's a, it's well you delightful. do have to
1: understand too by the it's way delightful. That the, that a.j dillon they're running back has covid so mm-hmm. we could be looking at a potential pushback this
0: game could get rescheduled that is true um the packers do we do we overreact to that loss to minnesota or do we just take Aaron Rodgers' word for it? Is uh, Mike Zimmer's really good, and y'all are way too, too uh, out no. on what's going on in Minnesota?
1: No, I think I think the Vikings are a good team, if not for Kirk Cousins. And every now and then, Kirk Cousins can have a semi decent game. Yeah. And then also, I mean, come, dude, Dalvin Cook three rushing touchdowns, a receiving touchdown. Like, Dalvin Cook is is that dude.
0: They're a sleeper second half just like juggernaut if they figured this stuff out. Cause like, I, no, they're not. You I did they, this in the beginning they got of the season. I'm not going to let you it. do it at
1: the end. Next,
0: Give me some the Minnesota Mike... love. Love me some Minnesota. Love me some Mike Zimmer. I like this offense. I so like we're these both guys. taking yeah. the Packers. We are.
1: Okay, moving on. <laughs> Tech, the Texans
0: and Jaguars. Good God. Be... Have you yeah. seen who might start at quarterback for the Jags in this week? Yeah, what is it? Like Luke something. Made up name here.
1: Yeah, like Luke Dalton, Alton. Sure. I don't know.
0: I think it's Jake Luton or something. Jake, Jake Luton. Luton, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm like Luke Dalton. Yeah, I'm mixing names together. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say the Texans, mm-hmm. but just
0: because who is playing at quarterback? What do you got? I mean, Deshaun Watson can't lose to whoever's Jake Luton is. Like, he, he just can't. Um, Even if they trade Will Fuller and, like, more people off this roster, like, they, they should win this game. Right.
1: So, fun. New York Giants or Washington Redskins? I'm going to go Giants. They looked okay tonight.
0: I'm guessing Kyle Allen's still here. Um, I think I trust Washington a little bit more, especially at home. I, I think Washington's a better team still this year. Give me Washington.
1: Okay. The Lions and Vikings. Another God, there's so many games this year that you're just like oh, who fucking cares? This is a big one for the Vikings. Two it's in a, a row. Big- yeah, it's a big one for both teams who are looking for some kind of momentum.
0: Yeah, because the Lions are sneaky close to 500. Like they're Both these teams are still in the, the wild card race in the NFC. Matt Stafford is going to retire a Lions
1: player, isn't he? And he's going to end up just having wasted his entire career, just like Calvin Johnson.
0: He will, and it's going to be worse because he's going to have like the most fourth quarter comebacks of any NFL quarterback of all time. And it's going to yeah. be the most irrelevant stat of all time because it didn't matter one bit. Yep.
1: So uh, you give me here. the
0: Vikings here. Give me the Vikings. Okay.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Vikings too, just because I I just I just nothing on the Vi- on the Lions team excites
0: me. Yeah. Well Kenny DeAndre... Gonday excited me, but he's he's hurt, and DeAndre Swift yeah. looks a little bit better, but um, yeah, that that Lions defense still stinks, and uh, the Lions yeah. just can't pick running backs. Well, DeAndre Swift looks like a good one. Caron Johnson just can't stay healthy. Um, I mean,
1: they've been doing that for years. Yeah.
0: The Bears and the Titans,
1: I'm taking the Titans. They're coming back to some semblance of normalcy.
0: Well, this is just what the doctor ordered. The Bears at home. Um, the Bears finally getting <sighs> Saints this week was nice. And Javon Wims with the dumbest thing a, a football player can do punching another guy with the helmet on um, <laughs> it was so good. I think that it should that actually though. be a season long uh, suspension. Like we we gotta move on. We gotta make it very harsh. So players just stop doing dumb stuff like this. Like what 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 are you doing? Um Yeah, I give me the Titans, but I am I'm I am alarmed at losing to the Bengals on the road the way they did. I am a little alarmed about what's going on there. But if they lose this game at home, I think the Titans have real problems.
1: So here's an interesting game because it has all the makeup for an upset. The Chiefs versus the Panthers.
0: Um, Having watched a lot of Teddy this past week, he had a perfect qu- passer rating at the end of the first half, and the Panthers still felt lifeless. Like, he's still so good, but he takes no shots. Like, Teddy Bridgewater is risk-averse, similar to the way Alex Smith is, but, like, he has so many different guys that, like, I don't understand how he doesn't target DJ more and more. I'm I'm surprised he doesn't just do more to push the ball down the field and he's very good with the 12 yard 12 play 75 yard drives. You can't play that way and beat uh beat the Chiefs and I think uh the Chiefs win here, comfortably.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh I'm going to say the Panthers cuz I'm just still waiting for the Chiefs the to get Panthers to win? Yeah. Okay. Just cuz I won't, I'm waiting Make for the sure Chiefs to get Make sure you jot this kicked. one down. Make sure I'm you jot to. this one. i mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, I don't think it's gonna happen, but I'm I'm gonna pick it just because I wanna will it into the universe. Okay. And I'm like willing it. to take this L just for the sake of a little voodoo magic. Uh speaking of voodoo magic, the Seahawks take the Bills. Another this
0: is an interesting this game, is the although best game the Bills of the week. Didn't, Bills didn't look that good this week though. Actually it's not the game of the week. I just looked at another game on here. Um The Bill Stevens is legit. Levi Wallace, I think, is back in their secondary. They did not look great this week. I it's really hard for me to bet against Russell Wilson and their offense versus the Bills offense. But like Stephon Diggs has been great for them. They these these two teams they're pretty evenly matched. But like I betting on Josh Allen over Russell Wilson is just not something I'm going to do. So give me the Seahawks.
1: Let me just tell you this, as a guy who's watched the Seahawks terrorize my football team for eight seasons, as we, I, you know, so graciously said before. Uh, the Bills are the exact type of team that play the Seahawks, where everyone's like, I don't know, man, this team's looking really good. I don't know. Team's looking really good. It might be the team to beat the Seahawks. And Russell Wilson will come in in the fourth quarter with, like, three minutes left and drive the ball down the fucking field, and they'll get a touchdown or to DK Metcalf, or they'll kick a 47-yard field goal to go up up
0: and it just what is it that kevin clark tweet time? that we always retweet during seahawks games like the seattle seahawks the, the have literally seahawks never have played never, a normal game
1: yeah they've never played a normal game in their life so this uh, game will be weird for sure except for when they play the 49ers and they steamroll them Dude, <laughs> I'm, it's worried just, it, I'm, my, I'm worried about you i'm worried about you no it was so funny my buddy uh who i went to high school with who is just such such a, a seahawks fan and every year and he just He he said some shit, and I was just like, man, we've been dancing to this same song for eight years now. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) It's the same thing. It never fails. Uh, But yeah, so I'm going to take the Seahawks, even though it makes me want to throw up. Uh, Your boy, Matt Ryan, taking on God... uh, Drew fucking Locke, man. What do you got?
0: This one's going to be sneaky close. They... The Broncos had a really good come from behind win here. Um, I still like Drew Locke a lot, but I also am a little concerned about this matchup for the Falcons because Jerry Judy, Patrick, Fant, just Sutton, um, they have a lot of guys that are going to give the Falcons problems. Like the Falcons have a serious coverage problem. Their weakest point is their secondary. And the Broncos will have an opportunity to to light this falcons defense up so i am concerned about that matchup and what the falcons do to combat that but um i the falcons are a better team they should outscore the broncos but i think this will be very close and like i would not be surprised if the falcons won like 35 31 something like that yeah i'm gonna take
1: the falcons because i definitely do think that the falcons like we talked about are much better than their record and i think the broncos are really that team that really gives them the opportunity to show that they are a better team than their record. I think that it is the perfect medication for them. Uh, Drew Locke, people are really excited about him. I think he's a worse Josh Allen. Mm. You know, we weren't even excited about Josh Allen. Now you want me to be excited about Drew Locke, who's not as good. Uh, You know, I hope to God that with Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon and Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick, you know, like I, I hope, and and Noah Fant, that your quarterback can be somewhat successful, but I'm still taking the Falcons. I think they win this game.
0: It scares me that both of us are taking the Falcons here.
1: I know, isn't that kind of weird? Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, Raiders Chargers. Uh, I
0: think. Did you skip uh, Ravens uh, Colts? No.
1: Wait. Yeah. whole oh, way back there. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's go... Okay, so Ravens-Colts.
0: Um, the Baltimore... The Baltimore revenge game. Like, the... What do we call this rivalry? Because of how this all got started. Why there is a Baltimore Ravens and a Indianapolis Colts. Um, um
1: I think that's definitely... I don't think there's a name for it. There should be a name for it. Yeah, I would say Highway Robbery, right? Ooh, I like that. they literally left in the middle of the night
0: on the highway. I like that. The Highway Robbery game. Um... The Colts, they're figuring stuff out. Pittman's healthy. I like Hines a lot. Their offensive line's good. I still don't trust that defense. Um, this will be high scoring. Like I I wonder if the Ravens have real problems. Like Ronnie Stanley's gone for the year. Their left tackle, gone. Um, Dude, isn't that wild? Just gone. And he just got paid. This is also why, folks, get your money. Don't worry about the team. Get your money when you can. It, NFL is a cruel, cruel thing um give me the ravens but i am i would not be surprised if the colts won this football game
1: yeah i mean i'm gonna take the ravens they look really good they look really good uh the one thing i will say though ronnie stanley hurts uh god now i'm talking about it i don't know marlon humphries has covid there's a Probably lot of play. red
0: flags here with the the ravens suddenly that said, I'm still going to take them. It's probably best until they really prove it cuz they are they are still the Ravens. Um Where are we going? Was it uh Chargers Raiders?
1: Yeah, Chargers Raiders. That so LA, right? The, QB the LA,
0: just the I don't, um... <laughs> I don't care.
1: It is at the Chargers facility. Uh do you think noise the, will be a factor for, for the Raiders? I, it will be, but only because I will open my window and scream QB1 out <laughs> the whole time. Uh, Inglewood's not the far here. 100%. The Raiders are the
0: team that's going to, like, I would hate to be a Raiders fan this year because it seems like they're the team who's going to play up against good competition and play down to teams they should beat. They are the ultimate, like, hey, Pats play pretty well. Hey, Saints come into town. We got gotcha. you. Brown, uh, like, we got gotcha. you chargers rookie quarterback injuries everywhere Ah, eh, we'll we'll tank and uh y'all can beat us 45 to 17
1: the raiders are a very weird team
0: yeah give me the chargers um, here. i do
1: i do agree and i think justin's only getting better i mean he had a really really good game last week he had a couple throws that were just insane uh uh you know he's only getting more comfortable so we'll see Cardinals Dolphins the Dolphins have the best defense in the NFL is that what I read today Yeah Isn't that wild?
0: And they have so many picks coming up. Like the Dolphins are sneaky like if Tua's healthy and Tua um Tua looks really like the guy, bad by the way. Like they're suddenly are they a, the next AFC East juggernaut in waiting? Like Well, there's no
1: let's just say this, there's no AFC East team right now. Other than the Bills, but even then.
0: It's like, do you really want to forecast Josh Allen as a star player? That's what I'm saying. I I just can't. That
1: division is open, and the Dolphins are in a very good position since the best position they've been in since Dan Marino. But once again, Tua looked really bad, but they got the win. We'll see what happens.
0: (sighs) This is so interesting because of how these two teams are built. Like, the Cardinals' defense sucks. It's Buda Baker and just a bunch of other stuff. Um, I still
1: don't know how to use Isaiah Simmons.
0: Yeah. I mean, Hassan Riddick, Isaiah Simmons, Robert Kimdichi. The list goes on for Cardinals high draft pick defenders who don't do anything on this roster. Um, that being said, I, I can't shake that I don't think the Dolphins can score enough yet to hang with the Cardinals. But then I'm like, you know, Brian Flores is a better coach than Cliff Kingsbury. And I think this de- – like I – Give me the Dolphins, but I don't feel great about it. Give me the Dolphins.
1: I'm going to take the card. Well, I'm going to take the Cardinals, but I hate that the Cardinals are going to keep winning. Uh, but they lost good. the Lions
0: at home not too long ago. I can't shake that. I can't shake some of their bad losses they've had this season.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They're both weird teams. Um, I just don't see Kyler Murray losing to the Dolphins. So. Okay. We'll we'll see. We'll see. It is a weird game, though. I mean, it is definitely a weird game. But you're taking the Dolphins? Is that what I hear?
0: I am taking the Dolphins, yeah. Yep. I really like Brian Flores, and I think this team's really good. The
1: Dolphins are honestly in a good position. They really are.
0: Uh, Steelers-Cowboys, I think this is a layup. This was going to be a, such a great game. Fox was so excited about having this. Steelers-Cowboys, these two fan bases are gigantic. Ratings galore yeah the Steelers are going to beat the living crap out of this Cowboys team
1: yeah it's not even a it's not even worth. this is a terrible
0: matchup for the Cowboys across the board
1: awful game they can't cover
0: Uh, they have a beat up offensive like it's just every mismatch needed for the Steelers to just blow the doors off this team is is right there
1: yeah so you have uh your game of the week Mm -hmm.
0: the Saints Bucks yes what do you think I'm so glad this is Sunday night um You go first on this, because I've gone back and forth. Um, like, I think... How about this? You ready for a take? Yeah. I think whoever wins this division is the team that makes the Super Bowl in the NFC. It's one of these two teams are my Super I just, Bowl team in the I NFC. Just, I just don't know which one it is yet. I I'm, I'm,
1: I disagree. I will not say that. I don't... I mean, I'll say maybe the Bucks just because of the weapons they have, but these old quarterbacks are not gonna do it and tom brady has one of the i think he's the, got one of the most touchdown passes in the nfl uh
0: yeah i don't know man i who would you guess is number six and number seven in offensive DVOA at this point in the season who would you guess probably these teams but who do you who do you think's higher uh, the, the bucks right now have to be yeah they're barely above yeah, but, it I is mean, interesting. They, it doesn't but, feel like the Saints have a top 10 offensive DVOA, though, does it? But that's what they do. They do they're they doing short, intermediate. But they it's don't like, without Michael Thomas. The, like He's just not it's like been the around. West
1: Coast, it's the West Coast offense, but without any of the excitement. Really, it's what it is. And Alvin Kamara, who is <laughs> unbelievable.
0: Number one defense in defensive DVOA. Who do you think it is? Isn't it the Dolphins? It is not. Non-defensive DVOA. Steelers. Steelers are number two. who's number one? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, they they have been very good. Is that not wild? I um, I think I'm going to go Bucks here. I think the Bucks. It feels like the Bucks year. It really does. It doesn't feel like the Saints year. Feels like the Saints are just holding their heads above water with the broken down um, Drew Brees, and I still don't like the Michael Thomas stuff here. Um. I think these two teams are very complete. I think both are very good. I just... I think I'm... I really do believe in this Bucks team. I really do. Give me the Bucks. What about you?
1: I just... I just don't... I'm going to say the Bucks. I'm going to say the Bucs. Uh, but... I, I don't know. Both of these teams are just a very weird situation to me. The Buccaneers' defense is very exciting. And Bruce Arians is always good. And the weapons are great. Tom Brady is throwing the most... You know, one of the most touchdown passes in the NFL right now. So he just passed Drew Brees again, right? They're going back and forth. Um, or was it? Yeah, and then, yeah, okay. They showed the graphic. Did you see the graphic tonight? I did not. Yeah, it had uh, Peyton Manning. They were like on a seesaw going back and forth. <laughs> and, and Peyton Manning was sitting on the bench sad looking down. So, but yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks. Okay. And then finally, the Patriots and Jets. What a sad Oof. fucking game this has come.
0: Oof. um, I guess the Patriots, but we all kind of lose here.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's especially to have to end on this note. Like this uh, I think the Patriots win. Good for Cam for having a, a game that he can kind of get a little bit of momentum. But yeah, this is going to be an awful game. And I won't be watching it. Monday Night Football? No, thanks. I'll play Call of Duty yeah i don't uh
0: i'm not looking forward to this one um all right old well, mr here Seward's uh mr uh swords sure <laughs> Se- Sword. Se- Se- mr Se- samsonite Se- slammy Slamy sammy samsonite i was way off um do you have anything else you would like to plug before we get out of here this evening
1: um yeah go fucking vote now you won't hear that before no it'll be uh, up tonight I'll be up tonight. All right. Well, in that case, fuck Donald Trump. Mm. Um, but you know, this is a not politics podcast, and you're also living in Tennessee now, so we've got to be careful.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually no. on my way home tonight. Uh, I saw a very large pickup truck with a very large Trump twenty twenty flag in the back.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, what I will say is this: whatever, whatever, whoever you vote for, whatever political party you lean towards,
0: make sure you vote. And more importantly... Well, actually, I would disagree. If you are going to vote for that guy, the the bad orange man, then uh, you do not have to vote tomorrow. It's actually I'm not, okay. I'm not, okay I'm, with you not voting.
1: I'm not worried about it. It's, gonna, it's, it's not gonna worried. Be like I'm just not going to encourage it. I cannot encourage boss.
0: it. I can't um, encourage it. Um, but, it.
1: But be safe tomorrow. Yeah, be, be safe, it, folks. Because the real Democrats and the real Republicans are not going to be the crazy people on the street fucking shit up. They're not real. They don't care about politics. They're just crazy. So be safe tomorrow. And watch your shit.
0: Go do that. Be safe, folks. Um, breathe. This might be the last podcast this week. I might. I don't know. It depends. Like I. I have no idea. I, it's hard for me to like think about booking other stuff um, after tomorrow. I. I don't know. I. I don't know where our headspace is going to be. So, perhaps there will be one more. A uh, couple more. This later this week. But we'll. We'll have to play it by ear. Um, Mr. Sowards always a ple- oh Mr. see it's going to take me at least a, a month to get this right Mr. Swords did I get it at that time yeah Swords
1: man it's yeah. super easy
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> oh Mr. Swords uh, I appreciate it you always learn something on this podcast and tonight I learned how to pronounce uh, one of my co-hosts uh, actual name so that uh, it's a learning experience um, you can, you're never too old to learn folks uh, Evan thank you as always sir and I will talk to you next week alright man take care